Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Got a little something on my heart and I want to get it off. So the best way for me to do that is to come in here and talk. (laughs) What we've been doing for a while. So this is being recorded in November of 2021. And we have, I guess what have we had this over the last several years, built this Facebook group that is truly a community of people who not only love each other, but embrace our togetherness on this journey. And it's really become a family. So this morning I woke up to see a message from Sarah Wakeman, who for the last couple of years has really been my partner on, she is so good at engaging um, online. I mean, she just, she just natural at it and she knows it and, and she's doing her own stuff. And by the way, if you come into our Facebook group, Sarah makes the most amazing jewelry you've ever seen, and it's all high energy, and she sends these cards that are handwritten that give you the message of what all the stones are, and you just need to check it out. It's in our Facebook group. You can find it there, but I'll also give you her information. This is just a little aside, but you know this is a time of supporting each other, so I'm recording this in the holiday season. If you need a gift, here is a great one. Actually, I'll put the link in the show notes, but also you can get to Sarah in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast listeners. Well, Sarah and her cousin, Katie Cunningham, have also started a podcast. We've talked about it on here, and Sarah has been on here. It's called For the Love of Two Hippies, and they just are doing an amazing job with that podcast. So you can check that out as well. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Sarah, on our Facebook group this morning, asked for prayer for her cousin, Katie. And without going into details, there is an acute issue in Katie's life that details might unfold if they choose to share, but I'm not going to do that here. But suffice to say that it is a situation that warrants the request for prayer. And I got to thinking about how many times do we hear that? How many times have we heard that now for us in real time here in 2021, two years of dealing with this pandemic and where we've said, pray for me or pray for my family, pray for my dad, pray for my loved one. So it triggered a thought of, especially now, and I'm in this theme of revisiting things that we've talked about in the past, what does it mean to pray for someone? The best thing I've ever heard is by Greg Braden, and I found a summary of this narrative. Somebody put this online. I thought I'd just read it to you because, first of all, credit where credit is due. This is Greg's story. And I want to just let his words speak, but you'll get the message, all right? This is just about four paragraphs. It's not very long. Greg says, back in the early 90s, I was living in the high desert of northern New Mexico. This was during one of the worst droughts that the Southwest had ever recorded. The elders in the native Pueblos said that as far back as they could remember, they've never gone so long without rain. A native friend of mine from one of those nearby places, David, called me one summer morning and asked if I wanted to join him in visiting a place his ancestors had built where he would pray for rain. I agreed, and soon we were hiking through hundreds of acres of high desert sage. He led me to a place where there was a stone circle that reminded me of a medicine wheel. Each stone had been placed precisely in the hands of his ancestors long ago. I had an expectation of what I thought I was going to see, but my friend simply removed his hiking shoes, then stepped with his naked feet into the stone circle. 
The first thing he did was honor all of his ancestors. Then he held his hands in prayer position in front of his chest, turned back to me, closed his eyes. Less than a minute later, he turned around and said, I'm hungry, let's go get something to eat. (laughs) Surprised, I said, I thought you came here to pray for rain. I'd been expecting to see some chanting and some dancing. He looked at me and he said, no, if I prayed for rain, the rain could never happen. When I asked him why, he said, it's because the moment you pray for something to occur, you've just acknowledged that it's not existing in that moment. And you may actually be denying the very thing that you'd like to bring forward with your prayers. Well, then, if you didn't pray for rain just now when you closed your eyes, I said, what did you do? He said, when I closed my eyes, I felt the feeling of what it feels like after there's been so much rain that I can stand with my bare feet in the mud of my Pueblo village. I smelled the smells of rainwater rolling off the earthen walls of our home. And I felt what it feels like to walk through a field of corn that is chest high because of all the rain that has fallen. In that way, I plant a seed for the possibility of that rain, and then I give thanks of gratitude and appreciation. I said, you mean gratitude for the rain that you've created? He said, no, we don't create the rain. I'm giving thanks of gratitude and appreciation for the opportunity to commune with the forces of creation. Let that soak in for a minute. And then in Paul Harvey style, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Suffice to say that night, on the 10 o'clock news, the weatherman, for the first time in months if not years, had a forecast of rain, and it did. I don't know that there's much more to say here, because you get the message. Go back and listen to it again until it really sticks. All those little high points. The process is a lot simpler than it seems. But I thought it would be appropriate here because we have so many people in our group who have asked for prayer for themselves or for their relatives. So just in this situation, let's see and feel Katie whole and complete in every way. Let's imagine her doing her yoga, doing her Reiki, doing her podcasts, chasing her kids around the house, being this amazing wife that she is to her husband and this bright light that she is in the world. Not only seeing the image, but feeling the healing. Not the feeling of relief that whatever this issue is, is over, but feeling the ecstasy of Katie as a person, her walk, her path, her life and then giving thanks as we see and feel those expressions. We give thanks for the opportunity to commune with the forces of creation. And then, along with Katie, we can add so many other names, right? So let's don't pray for something that doesn't exist. Let's see and feel what can be possible, and then give thanks for that. And then share this message out with others so that when we pray, We are all praying together in this way. We can change the world. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the journey.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.